get you into the weekend, and that's what I'm going to do. So welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie States Show. I am your host, Arnie States, and we have lots and lots to get to today. Uh, first and foremost, before I start anything, kudos to Christopher. Christopher, bravo. Where, where, where's the clapping in? Uh, this one right here. There he was last night. Red fucking carpet premiere. Christopher in the house for the brand new Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, Black Adam. It's a, a, another superhero movie from the DC Universe. And, at, and Christopher went, he wrote a great review. I had to edit a little bit just so I could fit it on Instagram. Uh, but his review is up there. And I only did, I only edited to fit. I don't edit what he says. What he wants to put in there is all him. Um, but... Great review. Great, great review. I, I, Man, oh man, I can't believe you got into the premiere for that one. That one is awesome. So that uh, that is up and all the social medias right here and right now. Uh, we will talk about this in just a minute uh, when I get to their post here. Huge trade in the NFL. Huge. So let's say some good morning, shall we? Uh, 49, uh, let's see. First one here was Andrew. He says, holy shit. Wait, hold on a second here. Holy shit! There we go. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, holy shit, Friday, y'all. And I get a day off tomorrow. I can't wait to take naps all day. That a boy. Enjoy your day off tomorrow. You deserve it, my friend. And here it is. Gold says, good Friday morning, y'all. This is one happy Niners fan this morning. Holy shit, we just got even better. 
Now just stay healthy, you pussies. Well, if you're a 49ers fan and you're waking up and you don't realize what happened, Christian McCafferty, Heisman Trophy candidate. Did he win? I don't think he won. No, he didn't win. He deserved to win. He had the numbers to win at Stanford. And then he bailed out on his team in the bowl game to get ready for the draft, which I, I don't care for. Um, and he has been the only offense that the Carolina Panthers have. And the Carolina Panthers said, you know what? We don't want any offense this year. That'll show our fans. So they trade away the heart and soul of their team, Christian McCafferty. He's a great running back. He, he really catches the ball out of the backfield. He is a stud. He's a bona fide man. He gave up, what, uh, a second, third, and fourth next year and a fifth the year after? Not bad. Not bad at all. I, I, I think good trade. Good trade. So congratulations to Niner fans out there. Team got a lot better this morning. Uh, Christopher, the, the, the aforementioned movie reviewer. Holy shit, he's already up? I mean, after the, the, the premiere and then the, the star-studded parties afterwards. Happy Friday-ass family. Now that I've got a full five hours of sleep in me, I'm really regretting uh, having given Black Adam a 7 and not a 5. But that's what you get when you stay up way past your bedtime, wired out on caffeine. All right, well, so you want to give it a 5 instead of a 7? I'm probably going to go see this one. I think I'm going to watch Clerks today. Clerks is on the uh, streaming thing, so I think I might watch Clerks 3 today and then and go see that. I, I'm not sure yet. We'll see. We'll see how Brady, mood, Brady Kid's mood is. Uh, Battleborn says, yay, it's Friday. Good morning, everyone. Well, good morning to you, my friend. And looky there. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only Baratti Kid is in the house. Bunch of slap-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Right, like right. Yep, there it is right there. I hope you have a spectacular day. Sassy Bammy in the house. Good morning to you. And yes, it was Boy Band Friday. Now, Braddy Kid, I I, I, I I played your little NKOTB there. You were talking a little shit here. Wanna be OG boy band? I was playing all the boy bands. Got them all in there. Didn't have to talk shit. Scott says, happy Friday, uh, Arnie and Ass family. Straight fire. He says, eat shit Monday through Thursday. Braddy Kid getting a serious whap over the music this morning. Cowboys Girl says, happy Friday-ass family. Uh, Douglas says, Guten Morgan. Love NKOT, but BSB are my favorite. Sorry, Braddy. Uh, But aren't NKOTB the right stuff? That's what I hear. Ofsky, holy cow, I haven't seen that name in a while. Uh, He says, good morning-ass family. Went to a backyard comedy show last night, and by surprise, Ellis Rodriguez performed, and holy shit, is that dude funny. Oh, man, you got to see Ellis? Ellis is amazing. Ellis is one of my one of my all time favorites. Ellis and Carlos, both last name Rodriguez, but not related, both hysterical dudes. Well, that's awesome. Hot Mama, happy Friday to you. <laughs> uh, Swoosh says morning ass family. Warbird says McCaffrey will fit right in. He can't stay healthy either. No. Uh, 49ers overpaid big time. I'm not sure. If Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, he's a pretty spectacular player. 
I, I, I mean, he really is. Christian McCaffrey, if he stays healthy, that's the big thing. I remember why he should have won the Heisman Trophy at Stanford. You know why he didn't win the Heisman Trophy? Because he's white. That's why he didn't win the Heisman Trophy. I'll say it. Plays one game and then goes to the IR. All right. Alicia says, morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Uh, Hot Mama says, Ellis is awesome. All right. So, uh, boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Do we have the pot calling the kettle black? Uh, You know what? Would you take, yes, I would take him over Zeke in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Ezekiel Elliott does not have any dog in him. Christian McCaffrey's got a little bit of, he got a little stray puppy in him. He's a little tougher. But Zeke Elliott carries around purses and shows off his midriff. I can't do it. Oh, like that. I'd be like Thanos. Yeah, okay, I'll snap my fingers. Morning, Arnie. It's my day off. Last night, the game was actually good. Who who won last night? Who who was the game last night? The the Cardinals. Did did the Cardinals win last night? Uh, hold on a second. Let me let me check. Uh, I know the Yankees probably didn't. Fucking Stars. They didn't win last night. God damn it, Stars. Fucking losing to the Maple Leaves. Can I get any scores here? Arizona won th- uh, 42 to 34. All right. Hey, does that mean I'm 1 and 0 for the week? Hell yeah. Me and Joe Murphy are both 1 and 0 for the week. That's kick ass. That's a way to start out a week, baby. Uh, one. Running backs are worst second round picks. They're highest now. CMC is injury prone. A second would have been enough. Maybe a second and a sixth at most. You know, when teams need help. Uh, all right, are y'all ready for this? Are, are, are y'all for, are you, this is fucking awesome. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, just this, this is, this is why, this is why I enjoy him Amazon as our president. Free technical training not, not the Amazon thing here. Into higher paying careers. I came to Amazon. I don't and... care when you came to Amazon. Who gives a shit? I want the damn story. And, and you know what? Sitting through this full-minute ad is totally worth it because, holy shit, did Joe step in it. <sighs> oh, this is so good. There we go. Who do the right thing? Who do the right thing? What is your trust? Well, that's for her to decide. But look, she was a good partner on Russia and Ukraine, and uh, and the British are going to solve their problems. And but she was a good partner. Are you concerned about the spillover effect to the U.S. economy, given the political and economic? No, I don't think they're that consequential. John Fetterman. Turkey and Hungary on a delay to NATO expansion. I've delivered that privately. John Fetterman is going to appear with you today in Pennsylvania. John Fetterman is going to appear with you today in Pennsylvania, but there haven't been that many candidates campaigning with you. Why are more? That's not true. There've been fifteen. Count, Kate, count. Okay, and are there going to be even more? Yeah. Yeah. You. Why are more? That's not true. There've been fifteen. Count, Kate, count. Okay. Count, kid, count. Nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. 
Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Going to be even more? Yeah. Not true. There's been 15. Count, kid, count. Okay, and are there going to be even more? Yeah. Count, kid, count. Wow. Boy, let me just say this right now. This some bitch has got some fucking nerve to tell some. Uh, hey, kid, count. Really, really, Joe? Really? Let me start off with two words: made in America. <laughs> God damn! I don't know who's more ridiculous. Is he more ridiculous for that move, or AOC? who was doing a town hall meeting, and her constituents, her constituents were all yelling, AOC has to go, and she started dancing to it. I have to say, this this new brand of, uh, of politician that is not afraid of anything... I mean, I, I mean, we, we, we had Joe Biden tell somebody to fucking count. Oh, my God. It doesn't get better than that, people. And now AOC is dancing along with AOC has to go. Isn't there a chance that in her town hall meeting something bad could happen? I feel pretty optimistic about the Raiders' odds of winning next week in New Orleans. I'll be there, so I'm hoping Dalton keeps us up <laughs> that type of play. Yeah, poor old Andy Dalton. Check out the polls, Jack. <laughs> count, kid, counts. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Douglas says that shit was pretty funny. AOC, I will mock you. Also, AOC, how dare you mock something important to me? AOC shook her big booty again, trying to win votes. She is so narcissistic. I hope she's unemployed next year. I, I, I literally when 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 I saw the story of her like dancing along to it, I, I was like, "Why is she doing this?" I, I mean, is she like just thumbing her nose at people, saying, "Well, you can't do anything about it." Those are the people that put you in office, you fucking saggy cunt. That's right. I, I think she has a saggy cunt. I'll say it. I'm not afraid. Maybe I should call TMZ and go, hey, uh, I, I, I need to let you know that, that, that AOC has a saggy cunt. Oh, man, just hear those sponsorship dollars rolling in. Uh, Derek says, good morning, ass family. Got the day off. Uh, hello, three-day weekend. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. And thank you, Derek, for those amazing muffins you sent. He sent me some uh, some some apple pumpkin muffins from, from up there in, in y'all's part of the world. Ooh, those are good. I, I, I've only had like a couple, but they are good. Sent me a box of four. That box ain't lasting too long. I'm just telling you. That shit is good. Uh, all right. So we had 
the, the knuckleheads. Oh, there was another. Oh, wait, hold on a second. There was another one here. Um, there's another. Oh, gosh. Let's see. I, I guess, did, did John Pierre get set a, a, in her place again? Oh, no. Oh, no, and we have it. Oh, we have it. Oh, this is so good. I love when John Pierre shits the bed. This is my new reason to wake up in the morning to see the whiteout. So you're asking oil companies to further lower gas prices. What makes you think that they are going to listen to an administration that is ultimately... That was Peter Ducey. That was Peter Ducey. Yeah. ...to listen to an administration that is ultimately trying to put them out of business. How, how is the administration trying to put them out of business? Well, they produce fossil fuels, and this president says he wants to end fossil fuel. So look, um, <laughs> I, you kind of asked me this question yesterday, and here's, here's where, uh, where we would say U.S. oil production uh, is up and on track to reach a record high next year. We've seen that from their... Uh, uh, from when we see their profit margin. Dumb bitch, are, listen to the uh, question. It, it, you know, it's record high. And so, in fact, the United States has produced more oil in President Biden's first year than under Trump's administration's first year. But at the same time, oil companies are raking in record profits, uh, while more than 9,000 approved drilling permits remain untapped by um, the oil industry. There is no shortage of opportunity. Um, by the way, by the way, she just ruined his environmentalist stance. Did you not hear what she said? He's produced more oil than Trump. If you're voting based on the the environment, Joe Biden just lost. Again. Wait a second. And, And by the way, Peter Ducey, I love you because he's so right. If you want to end fossil fuels, like, and, 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 you know what? Hold on a second. I need to look the word up. So I need to look up the word end. End definition. Uh, all right. The definition of end. <clears throat> uh, a final part of something, especially a period of time, an activity, or a story. The furthest or most extreme point, part or point of something. So when he says he wants to bring an end to fossil fuels, he's lying to you. When, when, when anybody says this to you, when anybody, because, and I'm going to tell you why, it's impossible. It's impossible to end fossil fuels. It's it, it, it completely impossible. Now, if you don't want to produce coal, which is stupid, I guess you hate electricity, you don't want to produce oil, you, you, you want to do all this other stuff, I want you to look around your house right now, and I want you to think about all the things that are produced with fossil fuels, mainly oil. I want you to think about how your house is going to be heated now that we've ended fossil fuels. I'd like to know how you're going to fly from one city to another city by ending fossil fuels. I'd like to know how you're going to keep your vegetables fresh in a lunch bag 
without fossil fuels. You see, plastic's main ingredient is oil. Until we develop plant-based plastics, we're going to need to pump oil, period. And now you know my stance. Exactly. So this idea of ending fossil fuels is a non-sequitur. Because the simple truth of the matter politics is, is not in our lifetime, probably not in your kid's lifetime, will you end fossil fuels? Are fossil fuels dirty? Yes, they're very, very dirty. But once again, once again, I, 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 I scream the point, why do we have to clean up the rest of the world when we're only a sixth of it? But that, that's okay. I, I, I'll stop yelling that. Because you guys just keep yelling at me, it's our job, which doesn't make any sense. I don't know... What has been invested monetarily-wise by the rich people that run the country into these, these batteries, these electric cars? But obviously, someone has invested a lot of money to where they're using all the pull that they have to get states like California to completely ban the sale of new gas-powered cars in 2035, which is 12 and a half years away. By the way, will it be 2040 when they ban the sale of used cars that require gas? Because they're taking all your choices away from you. Can't wait to see that one hit the thing. Also, he's pissed off at our allies that sold us oil. Well, here's the thing. We don't have allies anymore. We have people who are just, well, we still have Israel barely in England, even though their shit show they had go on yesterday. The gal just quit. She couldn't get one thing passed, so she quit. Great job, Great Britain. You're going to bring back the guy who doesn't have a fucking comb? That's right, Boris Johnson, is. is that's the rumors. He's going to come back for a while. If he comes back, he's got to brush his goddamn hair, though. I am sick and tired of talking about an end of fossil fuels. Because it, 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 it's just a stupid idea. It, it really is. It's a stupid idea because you don't have anything to replace it with. And to ban it in 12 and a half years, oof, boy, I tell you what, next governor will change that. At least I hope the next governor can change that because it's just stupid to think about it. Ugh. Now, this is something we, we've talked about this. Uh, I had no idea that happened in Britain. Yeah, she just pretty much quit yesterday. I I guess I live in the dark, and that's fine. That's fine. Y'all need to let me know when I'm when I'm missing the boat on something. 
Why is it that for the past month or so, I've been seeing all these stories, and, and I've done a few here and there. Why is it so important to expose your children to drag queens? I, I, just, 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 a, just a quick wonder here. Why is it so important? Because uh, a new bill that the Republicans have pushed forward will end federally funded drag queen story hour and other sexually explicit programs for kids under 10. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm being, and Ogre, I appreciate that answer. The duh, how else are we going to groom our kids? But serious answer here. Why? What, they better not try that shit at my kid's school, what? To, to get rid of it or to do it? <laughs> if you're going to fight for it, Ogre, we're going to have to have a talk. Please somebody explain to me why it's so important to have kids under 10 be exposed to drag queen shows and other programs supporting radical gender theory. This is called the Stop the Sexualization of Children Act. No federal tax dollars should go to any federal, state, or local government agencies or private organizations that intentionally expose children under 10 to sexually explicit material. So once again, um, why are drag queens? Because this is like a big story. There's all these different drag queen hours. And, and what the fuck is wrong with you parents? Are you really not paying any attention? If they want to talk about gay uh, people, fine. We talk about what gay is at home, but basic concepts and a kid can understand. All this wackadoodle high school and college level shit is grooming, pure and simple. Yeah, well, I, I agree with you. Maybe this is how they're getting the next generation ready for the clown show, which is our society now. Maybe. I don't agree, but I think the reasoning is to be accepting of people that are not normally represented so you don't become a homophobe or transphobic. Now, now that is something we can sit down and talk about. I like that answer. I think there are plenty of ways to do that, of accepting people that aren't normally represented. I think there are plenty of great ways to do that that don't include drag shows. I think that's a great lesson to teach kids. You don't want kids to grow up homophobic or transphobic. No, of course not. But I think there's other ways to do it. I I don't know those ways because I'm a, a podcaster. I'm not paid to know the other ways. But what I will say is that a drag show is not the right way to do it. I know that for a fact. Um, Absolutely no fucking reason other than to expose them to try to bring more people in like them. 100% grooming. Douglas says, Derek, you were spot on. Okay. 
All right. Hey. I I like the answer of the the people not, but but there has to be a better way to do it. I'm looking at a picture right now of what is obviously a man dressed up like, I, I don't know if that's supposed to be Loretta Lynn or whatever, reading some sort of book to to kids in school. I don't understand why it's even in height. Like, here's the thing. I don't understand why drag queens are such a big thing. They're a bunch of really, really ugly dudes that turn into ugly women. That's all. I mean, is it funny because they're willing to dress like a woman and sing like a woman? Okay. But see, I would think that women would have a problem with that because it's men making fun of women. Right? I mean, and we're not supposed to make fun of people anymore, from what I understand. I still do. Oh, all the time. Just show the movie to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmore, or whatever it's called. First, you have to find those words. Typically, a phobia is an irrational fear of something. Very true. Very, very true, Douglas. Thank you. Who the blank wants to see that? Or Mrs. Doubtfire. But see, here's the thing. I, I've never seen the Wong Fu movie. I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin Williams dressed up like a woman. Not for sexual gratification, but he dressed up like a woman so he could see his kids. That, to me, is not a drag show. That, 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 that is an, a father wanting to see his children. And yes, I know Harvey Firestein. Harvey Weinstein was in it, and he played his gay brother. We can accept gay people without accepting the unnecessary forcing over the top sexualization of homosexuality for this kind of thing. Gay people can be gay and normal and uh, sedate without needing to spread their crotches in fishnets. And that kind of shit is totally fucking wrong for innocent kids who need that psychological development at a kid level. These are drag queen groomer brainwashes or sick in the fucking head thinking kids can understand this without developing complexes. They come back to fuck them in adulthood. I think right there, right there, Ogre, this is why we, we all love you. Is because you say the stuff and you say it the way that I want to say it, but I can't because I'm too filthy-minded and not as smart as you. Kid level. The idea that we're trying to teach kids and treat kids like adults when they're 10. They're 10. Uh, this idea that we need to, to give kids all these rights and all these things to do, their brains are still developing. They're not fully developed people yet. It's a work in process, progress. But it seems to me that a lot of these adults nowadays look at these kids and, and, and they've heard it wrong because we say that you're raising an adult and you are, but you have to raise it. When you put a seed in the ground, you ain't eating corn in the cob the next day. When you put a seed in the ground... You, 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 you ain't eating pineapple the next day. I'm trying to think of all the shit that grows I know of. 
It takes time. You have to water it, get it, meaning feed it. You have to nurture it. You have to love it. And you have to treat it where it is. And all they're doing to these kids now is going, well, you're going to be an adult in nine years. <laughs> Fuck all that growing that you're going to do between now and then. We're going to make you grow up right here, right now. I'm surprised the left are okay with this since it's cultural type appropriation. Hmm? I actually follow many trans groups and have no issues with them living their life the way they choose. My issue is when they try to force their beliefs on others and recruit more to be trans. Here's the thing. I don't care what people do with their lives. I'm right there with you, Douglas. I'm, I, by the way, as long as we're not like hunting them down in the streets and killing them just for doing this, and I know there are people out there that do that, and those people should be put in prisons and murdered. That is the acceptance. You're a part of society. If you walk into a grocery store and you have blue hair, somebody's going to look at you and roll their eyes. I'm just telling you. Look, 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 look. I'm the guy who tells you the truth. I'm the guy who tells you what the real world is like. If you walk into a grocery store and you've got blue hair, somebody, and I'm not saying everybody, somebody is going to look at you and roll their eyes. They're going to have a problem with your blue hair. They think it's stupid. Okay? Now, somebody's going to feel that exact same way about somebody who's dressed up like a woman. Now, why is it okay to roll your eyes at the blue hair, but not roll your eyes at the woman? Well, I would say, Arnie, it's not okay to roll your eyes at anything. What are you sending me? Dragged. What the hell is this? Uh, Just tuned in. Here's an example of that shit show events happening in and around Sacramento area with drag bullshit. Big drag show there this weekend. Um... Let's see. Uh, you know who treated kids like small adults, medieval people? Look at the psychological history uh, of childhood concepts, and you'll see that childhood wasn't really a thing until after the last few hundred years. We've come to understand that childhood psychology is totally different than that of adults, and these PC fucktards forcing adult concepts on kids are doing so much harm, they should be dragged behind a building and beaten to a mush. They keep pushing for maps and kid grooming, the country has lost its morality. You mean like Christians do? That's a fair point. They, they, they go door to door. They have, But see, here's the thing. Here's the difference between Christians and stuff like that. They ask you to be a part of it. There's a big difference. You can choose to join the church, and they can come knocking on your door, all that, and they ask you to choose it. What this movement has done is they've burst into society and said, you're accepting us. The end. We're a part of your society. You can't say a word about it. Huge difference. Uh, if we're going to be hurting anyone, it, it should be the pedophiles, yeah? When you start forcing a homogenous thought, there's no better than theoretic Christian powers that use run Western civil grace. I agree with you in principle, Steph, but one bad thing does un, uh, does not undo another. No, it doesn't. And 
my main point of this is, is have your drag shows. Do all that you want to do. But why are you forcing it on kids? The kids don't need to see that. Kids need to see a talking deer, watch his mother get shot in Bambi. Okay, that, 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 that's about as harsh as it can get. They need to see old Yeller shot in the backyard. Those are actual concepts of life. Wearing fishnets and lip-syncing like a virgin, not really a concept of life. There's a story in Dallas yesterday. I'm seeing it now. It made national news. I don't know if they're listening down there in Lou Starrett. Um, but this old boy, uh, Cameron Hogg, he's 31 years old. He decided that he was going to have himself a little one-on-one basketball game with a young lady, 21-year-old um, uh, Asia Womack. Asia Womack took him to school. Asia beat him. She beat Cameron. And Cameron was so upset that he walked down the street, got a gun, and shot and killed her. You know I don't speak Spanish. Right? Boy, that's an ego in check right there. And by the way, everybody in the jail is going to know she beat you. Because they mentioned it on the news. That's where I saw it. She beat him. He left the scene to get a gun and killed her. Boy, that is one of, that is some fucking that 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 right there. Man, oh man. I feel bad for the guy that you beat in prison basketball cuz that guy is going to get raped. Uh, it's mandated in some schools, no public schools. Yeah, I mean, they've gotten the church out of public schools. Kids can't say no to church when, uh, with their parents. Well, that's their parents' choice though. Kids are responsible. Parents are responsible for their children. And if the parents want to put their kids through this drag shit, then okay. I'm not talking about parents. I'm talking about school. I'm talking about bringing these things into the school and not listening to the parents. If the parents want to put their kids in drag shows, I can't say anything. It's their kid. They're responsible for that kid until they're 18 years old. Do I think they're fucking terrorizing? Absolutely. I think they're a terrible parent for it. Now, the parents that go to church seven days a week, I think they're terrible parents as well. I have... Look, look. When it comes to going to church and shit like that, if you want to take your kids to church, you take your kids to church. But I think seven days a week, and there's a lot of people that do that, is a little much. To believe these wonderful man-written stories that are in a book. But what do you think might be healthier? And, and I guess that's going to depend on your kid. Is it healthier to take your kid to church seven days a week or take them to drag shows? That's what you have to call. I'm not talking about parents. I'm talking about the schools bringing it in. You mean private schools that are funded by churches? I'm just trying to make a different point. 
Uh, like when I go out wearing my Trump 24 Save America hat and Let's Go Brandon shirt, I get all kind of looks. Fuck your feelings. And yes, yes, you are going to get those looks, Derek. Same thing with the blue hair, same thing with that. Because we're not all accepting. This idea that we all have to be accepting, I think is the biggest load of shit ever, anybody's ever tried to feed anybody. We're human beings. Our characteristics are not really to accept everyone. Uh, Brady Kid, next time Arnie does karaoke and Disney singing like a virgin, you need to record that. <laughs> Let me put it this way. My best friend in college, my ex-girlfriend is a lesbian, insert joke there, support her rights as a gay woman, and I will always champion her uh, equality and fight for it. However, I will never take my kids to a so-called family-friendly drag show. I won't force them to watch Brokeback Mountain. I let them be kids first. When their brain develops enough to the point of really questioning themselves in adolescence, then I will be there to fully support them as well. It's not the role or power of government uh, to do any of this shit. Bingo. Uh, Let's see. My My son doesn't go to church because his mother and I are not religious. There you go. Uh, little Arnie Jr. might catch a shoe if he has to go to a drag show. Oh, hell no. I ain't throwing no shoes at kids. I get in trouble for that. Fuck all that bullshit. All right. Now, now that was a... Now, now... Remember how I, I like to tell you guys that both sides are bad? Well, GOP, whew, they did not have a good day yesterday. And that's thanks to Randy Kaufman. Oh, man. He is a a GOP candidate in Arizona. (laughs) He was running as a Republican for a seat on the Maricopa County Community College Governing Board. When... The stress of the day got to him. He was driving. We've all had this, where we've all been stressed out, and we just need to pull over on the side of the road. As he puts it, he was stressed out and pulled his car over to relieve himself with some interracial porn. But didn't realize... That he was parked in front of a preschool. Oopsie cockle. Oopsie cockle. And by the way, uh, not buying any of it. Police report notes that several children were playing on the playground. Randy was arrested. After police found him fondling himself in a car while parked in the lot of Rio Salado College, one of the colleges he was running to represent, in full of uh, in full view of a preschool. Come on, man! You're you're gonna have to make your lie a whole lot better than. Uh, I was so stressed out, I just needed to pull over and yank one out to interracial porn. By the way, which cop asked, what kind of porn are you watching? I'm so happy 
that the story is involved and 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 is complete with what sort of pornography he was quote relieving himself of the stress of the day to on the side of the road. Oh, but whoops a daisy. I didn't realize that I'm in front of a preschool. Wow. Yes, and let me just say, I believe 0% of that. He knew what he was doing, and he put porn on the phone just in case anything happened. (laughs) Don't show your kids drag shows. Show them some interracial porn. Is that a preschool full of interracial children? (laughs) No way. He's a real Republican. They're racist and would never watch interracial porn. (laughs) Oh, this guy's life is over. Man, oh, man. I mean, I want you to think about it. You've worked your whole life, right? You did good in school. You know, you, you, you kept your nose clean. And now you're running for a community college board. You're, you're living your best life. I mean, I wouldn't want any of that, but that's just me. This guy is doing his thing. And then one day he loses his fucking brain. And says, I'm going to beat off on the side of the road. Guys, let me tell you. And I have to be honest with you. Uh, I've never done this. I've never been so stressed out that I need to pull over and yank one out. I'm just going to share this with you. If at all you believe in Murphy's Law, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. I believe in Murphy's Law. And there's a reason why I have never pulled over because I was so stressed out that I had to jerk off. First of all, I've never been that stressed out. I've worked in radio my whole career. And secondly, it's because of my deep, deep belief in Murphy's Law. That if I'm going to do this, my ass is going to get, get caught. And not only caught, I'm going to get caught on, like, live PD. Or, or what's it called now? Uh, on patrol. I still watch, yeah. But, I mean, uh, I'm going to be sitting there doing my thing, and all of a sudden I'm just going to hear, Oh, shit. Sir, uh, what are you doing? Can we see your hands? If you see my hands, you're going to see my dick. Oh, man. Interracial porn brings us all together. He was doing it in protest because Eric doesn't, doesn't celebrate him OK Day. In interracial porn, George Floyd has an extremely different outcome. When Bill Clinton famously got Arafat and Rabin to a peace accord and shake hands, they first watched Israeli-Palestinian porn. And then to the Oval Office where they were smoking special cigars. Sorry to the millennials who don't get that joke. That's a great joke. Joe Murphy's law. 
Lost <laughs> sex work will always get you caught in public. Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, what a fucking idiot. God almighty. I saw I, I was laughing so hard about that story. And the fact of the matter is that they got the interracial porn. I mean, it did did they not go any further? I mean, was it a rim job? Was 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 it lesbian? Was it pegging? I I, I now I want to know. How bad do I want to know? Well, you know what? I kind of I, I kind of want to know. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna go to the trash. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. What, what does this guy do for a living? Uh, uh, Arizona. Let's see if we can find him. Arizona contact number. Oh, no, this is a mortgage lender, darn it. No. <sighs> Wait. No, that's not him. That's a different Randy Kaufman. Doggone it. Randy Kaufman, uh, district suspends campaign. Wow, that's weird that he, he did that. Man, I wish I could call him. I wish I knew what he did for a living. Gosh. It's creative and interracial. It's a porn with a black step aunt getting her hand stuck in the sofa and her white nephew has to fuck her loose. Oh, Fred. Oh, man. Hey, let's all send good vibes to uh, to Ghost in Nevada. I'll just leave it at that. But send send Fred some really good vibes. Thinking about you, buddy. Uh, V. Coop, hopefully he doesn't get stuck in, on a roof because then you're morally obligated to help jack off. Oh, my God. That guy, that is such a fucking fantastic story. All right, we'll delete it now forever. If I ever find out where you work, Randy Kaufman, oh, you're getting a phone call. I'm just in a great mood today. I, I don't know why. I'm just, I, I just am. Uh, maybe it's that. Um, space tourism. <laughs> and the stories just keep getting wackier. A Madrid-based firm plans to conduct a test of its prototype in India this December. Before going to commercial flights, that's right. If you're wondering, I am talking about air travel going to outer space in a giant balloon. You're in a pod, and the balloon takes you all the way up and then brings you all the way down. They're hoping that commercial flights can start in 2025. From 2029, it'll make a total of 400 commercial trips with 3,000 passengers a year. 
and it'll only cost you between $98,000 and $196,000. I'm just going to say something. I'm just going to say it real quick here, okay? Um... If you got $98,000 to take a balloon ride to, to outer space, and then you come back down, it's about a, what, an hour trip, maybe, at most. If you got enough money to do that, then you can never, ever say you don't have change. Yeah, you, you just can't. Uh, new, new rule, new, new, new law I want to put in the books. If you have enough money to take a stupid-ass balloon ride to outer space and some bum comes up to you and says, you got any spare change, you have to give him some. That's new law. Just saying. Not going to tell you what to do with your money, but I think you're a fucking idiot. Space travel can't happen until someone opens a 7-Eleven in space. A space balloon, really? Yeah, it, it is. It, it, it It's like a... Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. There are six seats on this orb. And the orb has like, uh, the bottom looks like helicopter. It lands like a helicopter and it's a round orb. And it's held up by, I would hope, very, very strong steel cords. And, and like this big balloon takes you up to outer space and you fall back in. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm not kidding. The space balloon. <sighs> I'm pretty sure California homeless now take debit cards because they all have the square on their cell phones. But it's made in India. Yeah, see, I, I, and I'm not going to be doing it. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not doing this. This one will not be uh, Ar- Arnie approved. They don't use a rocket or fuel. They use a magic flute and it rises on its own. Well, I, I bet you it's powered like a hot air balloon is and it goes up and then the, the balloon part like flies out and it just ends up in outer space. So we're, we're polluting outer space already. That's fantastic. Mm. Ken Dog, he says, I want to thank you for yesterday's show. I appreciate you being candid about the old show. It is how most of us were introduced to you and is a big part of our history together. Personally, I feel cheated on how it ended, and some clarity on behind-the-scenes shenanigans gives me closure. You were and are still an amazing broadcaster, comedian person, and I appreciate every day I get to hear your take on the day's events. Thank you for staying true to the real Arnie. And if I may speak on the uh, ass familia, please know that you are loved and appreciated. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, Ken Dog. That that means the world to me, and that's why I keep doing this show. That's awesome. Casino Indians would probably send you to space on peyote. <laughs> I read they're allowing emotional support cobras on the balloon. Haven't we been shooting trash up into space? Is that what we've been doing? Fuck, that's fantastic. Let's litter let's litter outer space. You know, some fucking poor kids in Bangladesh 
He's petting his, like, pet weasel. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all my shit from last week hits him in the head because it's fallen from space. Sorry, kid. Hope I didn't kill your weasel. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, wow. Ken Dog, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, where do we go here? Uh, you know, I'm going to go off on a couple things here. I, I, I'm just, just, just a couple things. I promise. Um, the first thing is an Iowa school district. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly tired of having this conversation. To me, this is just the same bullshit as the inward conversation and all this kind of stuff because we're not doing we're, – we're giving it our almost when it comes to school safety. I'm done. I'm done. I really am. If you're not going to make the, the school a fortress and secure it, then I'm done hearing about it. I'm done talking about it. I hope your kids don't get shot. I pray for them not to get shot. But if they do, it's because they want to focus on the wrong shit. And here we go. An Iowa school district is going to allow some teachers to carry guns on campus. Now we can have this conversation. Do I think that makes the campus more safe? The answer is no. Not at all. Do, as family, I know a lot of y'all are parents, especially uh, to younger kids, not quite high school yet, elementary, middle school, maybe some high school. I want you to think about teachers at your schools that your kids go to. Do you want any of those teachers carrying guns? There you go. I'll, I'll even give you the music. Cowboys Girl says, if they know how to use them, I don't have a problem with that. Well, of course they're going to know how to use them, but I still have a problem with it. I'll tell you my problem here in a second. Uh, Ogre says, certainly not the effeminate school counselor. Oh, of course not. Not Mr. Garrison. <laughs> when a kid takes a teacher's gun, uh, that school is bankrupt. Maybe the bitchy principal, but nah, not teachers. Ken Dog says, hell no. Only gun I want on campus is Billy Gun going around these little assholes to suck it. One's feeling comfortable with, uh, I'm fine with. I would rather have armed guards if we're going to make it up to the teachers. If I were a teacher, I'd want a gun. Nope, they can't even teach my kids. How, I, how do I trust them to shoot somebody? Here's my answer to teachers carrying guns. It's not their jobs. 
What 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 do I say? What what do I say is the most important thing when you go to work? Do your fucking job. And that is to teach those children. Not to protect the kids. No, 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 no. It's not your job. I've seen a teacher get into a fight with a student. Now, if that teacher had a weapon, would she have lost self-control? There's a great question there. The fact of the matter is, is that no matter what, if they have not done the protocol of one entry in, and there's metal detectors, and there's an x-ray machine there, or whatever, one way in, that's it. If you're not going to go to that, then you're you're not even paying attention. You're just not. That is the only, in my opinion now, and yes, I know it's my idea, and now it's the only opinion I will accept. There's only one way to make schools safer. That's one way in. Have all the doors open to the outside. They can do that. There's something called technology now. We can have cameras on all the doors. If one of those doors opens and it's not a time for that door to open, an alarm goes off. We know exactly what door it is. Somebody's on that camera. And if that door opens, you go into lockdown mode. No bullets have been fired yet. And I've already made your school a lot safer. You're welcome. You can drop the money truck off at my house. But to hear that teachers are going to be carrying guns, who said it? Uh, When a kid takes that teacher's gun, and that's all it's going to take. One time. And they're going to get every parent. And and I know that this is a gun-friendly show, and I love it. Now, if you're anti-guns, you're welcome on this show. We can have conversations. But I know that this is a very gun-friendly show. I want you to think about in the Bizarro world, or just on a radio station in Sacramento right now, the Bizarro show that's doing the show like mine, it's like totally politically correct and sucks now. Um, I would imagine it's probably a very anti-gun show. And they're going to, as soon as that happens, as soon as a gun is stolen or a teacher has the gun used against them, you're going to get all those people worked up. You go, why do we have these? Why are we even, why are we bringing guns into the school? That will be their argument. It's not my argument. It will be their argument. When this happens, why are we introducing guns into the school? Uh, there was a campus cop at my high school. I don't recall there ever being a shooting at my high school. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, it's not part of their job description. We have security at the hospital. Mind you that they're not going to do fucking much. I've literally dropped my hip on a psych patient coming off meth to hold his head down while putting him in leather restraints. Have people law, uh, have people there, uh, that are meant to take down someone with a gun. Yeah. Uh, woo two brownie points. Uh, if a student can take your gun, you're already a stupid gun owner, and if you get shot, yeah? Well, hey. The idea, though, of, of teachers coming in well-armed, well and sometimes teachers just don't have the best days, and they're going to fucking flip out. 
I love it when I live here in Wheatland. There is a Wheatland police officer with a patrol car parked at the school all day, and he hangs out every day all day. And then in the middle of school, there's another police car officer that hangs out there most of the day. That's how it should be. No problem there at all. No. But make the school safer. One way in. It's not that hard. I promise you it's not that hard. This next story, this is something that's been on my mind for a while. And I know I talk a good game here. I, I, I know it. I know that I talk about whooping people's asses all the time and doing all that kind of stuff. But at least I'm putting it out there. There's a video out there, and, and I, I'm not gonna, I, I don't like the video. Um, several juveniles were shoving a woman off a metro bus in Washington, D.C. Um, the group can be heard berating a woman with red hair for nearly a minute as she stands near the back of the bus. After telling the lady to get off the bus multiple times, the video shows the driver come to a stop, doors open, and the woman enduring the attack. The victim, Kyla Thurston, says in the future, I would just hope that Metro could, uh, I guess, find some type of way of preventing this from happening in the future. So these are a bunch of kids, and they're throwing some old woman. Uh, I'll play the video here. Let's see. Okay. No audio. Just them throwing her out. It's I mean, they're just, like, kicking her, pushing her. I wish I could hear the audio. They just pretty much throw her off the bus. Now, I don't know why they threw her off the bus. I don't know if she didn't pay. Um, here's my question. Where are the men in our society? Where are the men that would stand up for a woman who's being attacked by a bunch of teenage kids being thrown off a bus in the middle of Washington, D.C.? Where are the men in our society that would stand up and say, hey, stop that? The lady who shot the video doesn't want to be identified due to concerns of her own safety. She said people were throwing bottles at this woman, shoved her, and even some put hands on her neck, choking her as they pushed her off the bus. She was afraid for her family, so she couldn't help, so she videotaped, hoping that was the way to help. Where are the men? I, I, I and, and look, look. I'm not saying that I'm going to win every fight that I'm in. I'm not going. I n- never. Well, I'm I'm willing to put some fucking hands on people, and people want to put hands on me. They go right ahead. But this shit shouldn't be happening in our country. Groups of punk teenagers throwing a woman off a bus. Every one of them teenagers should have the shit beat out of them.
Ah, the story of the woman that was reported that she asked one of the kids to stop cursing. And they attacked her. Oh, interesting. So she's riding on a public bus. She asked one of the kids to stop cursing, and they attack her to throw her off the bus. Once again, where are the men in our society? I don't know about you, but I don't go out a lot in public anymore because I know what's out there. I'm not afraid of it, but I, I, I enjoy my life a lot. And there's so many examples of these, these fucktards that are out in our society that need to be dealt with. Oh, if I were to see this happening, I, I would get involved. Now, I'm, there's like four of them, so they might attack me. Okay. But this woman is not going to have someone not stand up for. This is our society, and we need to take it back. All these punk teenagers and all these punks that don't think they have anything to lose. Let me just tell you something, kids. Until you're willing to lose it all, then you're nothing. Uh, They've been beaten down, and we're told when I need you, I'll let you know. This is just, this is so sickening to me. We have these people in our society that are doing this. Man. All right, there you go. All right, there's our first segment out of the way. It's a Friday. We still have lots and lots of show to go. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. Nothing on this wide rock but a little old me. I got two miles till he makes bill. And if I'm right, we're headed straight for hell. I'm going home, roll load my shotgun, way by the door and light a cigarette. He wants a fire, well now he's got one. He ain't seen me crazy yet. Slapped my face and shook me like a rag doll. Don't that sound? Another six pack in I can feel the rumble like a cold black wind It pulls in the drive Gravel flies He don't know what's waiting here this time I 
It is a Friday. Hopefully you got big plans this weekend. I'll be watching the Longhorns tomorrow at... I gotta see what time the damn game is now. Alright, let's see. Tomorrow's game time is... 2.30. Okay, I can live with that. 2.30 tomorrow, kickoff against Oklahoma State. Then the Cowboys game got the early game on Sunday. Woo! Um... You missed the first hour of the show. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you, but uh, you're here now. Thank you for being here. And we are on this part of the year that... <sighs> I dread. I dread this so much. I was working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly... To my surprise, he did the match. He, he did, did the, the monster, monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. Oh God, I hate that song so much, but it is the song of the season. 
Uh, what channel is the game on? Game is, yes, game is on it. Uh, Zach, is that you? Yeah, that's Zach. Uh, they are on ABC tomorrow. It'll be 1230 your time. There you go. Glad I could help. Well, let's see. I'm studying. I headed to Oregon tomorrow. I'm watching the game at Casino in Florence. Already made sure they'll have the game and beer. Um, all right. I think that there has to be a God somewhere because if there's not, then he would have made me born twins. And there's nothing that, oh, there's nothing. I, I, am, I, I am all about individuality. I, I, and, and I think I probably would have killed my, my twin if I would have had one, especially when my parents would make us dress up alike and things like that. There's only thing one thing that is worse. And this is something that is painful. And I'm going to use this segment on my show to use my powers and my knowledge to explain to you what these mean. These are what they are calling for 2022 the best couples Halloween costumes. I'm telling you right now, I would rather hang out with Brittany Griner in Russia than to have matching costumes. Oh, oh, God. There's only one thing worse when it comes to this, and we all know these people. These are same side boothers, by the way. We've seen it. We've all seen it. And you can see the look of disgust usually in the young man's eyes when he and his girlfriend have matching homemade sweatshirts on. He's mine. She's mine. Let's wear these out together. You can can see the death in that young person's eyes. Jeffrey Dahmer and one of his victims. Uh, not not one mentioned yet. Let, let, let's go through these, shall we? The first one they mention are spaghetti and meatballs. You see, the gal, she wears like a bag and it says spaghetti and a guy wears a black outfit and he has a plate of meatballs. Get it? Spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> What does this costume mean? Simple fact. Your wife is a talented cook, but she's an asshole. Because she wants you to dress up like spaghetti and meatballs for for fucking Halloween. Good Christ almighty. Oh, the next one's even better. How about she wears this frilly outfit, like it kind of looks lacy, but she's a loofah, and he gets a box put on him and the word soap. You go as a loofah and soap. Wow. Wow. A loofah and soap. Your, your wife, and yes, I'm blaming you. No man, I will say this right now, I will, I will put my feet in the ground, no straight man has ever said, honey, let's do matching costumes. Never, ever been uttered. 
Never once. Not, 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 not. If you don't dress as spaghetti, you're anti-pasta. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, this easily means that your wife is a fucking neat freak. She is such a neat freak. She's like Monica on Friends, but she's such a neat freak that she wants to dress up as soap. Run. Now this next one. Up, up. You could be Squid Game players. One of you gets the 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 green player suit, and the other one is in a red jumpsuit, and they're a Squid Game guard. Oh. You're the you you know who you are. This is who you are. And this is no offense to all of my friends out there that play D&D. This is the girl who played D&D. Yeah. That, 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 that's what they... And, and not many girls played Dungeons & Dragons. Some did. And the ones that did, they're this one right here. So you've got a nerdy chick who wants to dress up, and you halfway think it's a decent idea because it's squid games and there's violence involved. Bad idea, but th- th- I'm just telling you. How about this one here? Going in shampoo and conditioner would be pretty suave. <laughs> um, the vintage Barbie and Ken empty box costumes. You know, you put on an outfit that looks like Ken. You cut your junk off, obviously. And you put a box around you. And she puts a box around her. Hey, she'll never get pregnant because Ken comes in a different box. Um, th- now, this one th- this one requires a little fashion, a little bit. Your wife is probably a real estate agent. And I'm betting this is for a costume contest at the real estate place. And she does not like to lose. This is, the, 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 your wife is a go-getter, and, and she, is, she is only doing this to show at work how much of a badass she is outside of work. So there you go. Who said suave? That was V. Coop. Not into D&D, uh, but Counter-Strike, the uh, bomb PC game, okay, not the same. Um... Now, I don't like this one at all. Curious George costume, where she dresses like the monkey and the dude dresses like 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 the, the guy in the yellow outfit. Well, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna teach Curious George a thing or two. Uh, this costume means your wife is a freak because she wants you to play with her your monkey. This costume could mean that your wife is cheating on you, too. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. There we go. Next one up. Fred and Wilma Flintstone. (laughs) 
The Curious George outfit equals not a good idea if you're an interracial couple. It's just might be misunderstood. Oh, my God. That would be the greatest thing in the world. I, I, I have to say that if I, were, if, if I were sad enough to ever go to a Halloween party and a couple, an interracial couple walked in as Curious George and George's handler and they had the costumes on the wrong people, I would probably piss my pants. I, 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 I would. And I, I would go up to the dude, who's obviously white, and go, how in the fuck did you do this? You, you are now my comic hero. <laughs> oh, man. Curious George spreading monkeypox. Uh, Fred and Wilma. Look, they, I, to me, this, this is the... Uh, this is uh, perfect. I know exactly what this one is. Your wife is pretty much cool. Yeah, you're lucky you've got a really cool wife that doesn't like doing these things. But her best friend decided to have a party. And you guys have to go because it's her best friend that's having this party. And this is like the last thing available at the, at the costume shop. Fred and Wilma's safe. That's safe right there. You're doing it to be a good husband. That's why you're going. That, that, that's, that, that, that's what I see in that one. The girl dresses a pumpkin. The guy had pumpkin on his chin and, and a black shirt and says, Peter, the other I saw was a dude with a vampire blood on his chin and the girl dressed with, uh, in white with blood on her crotch. The best one I've ever seen, was, and this was a single lady, and, and she had like all this lubricant sprayed all over her face, and she had a name tag on it, and it, her name was Eileen. That's the greatest costume I've ever seen. Uh, the Top Gun flight costume. You have a dick of a husband. I'll say this right now. He's only agreeing to do this because he wants to look like a badass for, for, for Halloween. Like, she doesn't care. She just wants to dress up. She's like, okay, Top Gun, because she knew how much he liked that, and he's like, okay, I'm down with this. No, we can't go without the sexy deer and hunter costume. Yeah, by the way, all these are sexy, too. I I didn't need to throw that in. The guy gets an orange vest and a fake gun, and the gal gets to dress up like a deer. Well, honey, I I thought the gun was fake. (laughs) Um... This is just another... This is a guy who likes to... Okay, see, I can pick on the guys here, too, now. This is a guy who likes to show up. Yeah, I'm a hunter. We know you're a hunter. This is, this is the guy who has everything. Everything about him just says hunter. And there's nothing wrong with that, but, but, but we know the guy. He's got a jacked-up truck, probably a camo truck. He's always wearing boots, work boots. He's never seen a sleeve on a shirt a day in his life. Every sticker on his truck is like an antler or something like that. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer went as Maverick and killed his friend so he could be Goose. 
Um, I guess this is for the gay couple. Uh, the the Super Mario Brothers. You dress up as Mario and Luigi. Yeah, you know what? You're you're a gay couple that plays too much Mario Kart. That's all I gotta say is that. Uh, goes Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. By the end of the night, she'll be single. Uh, how about the sexy nurse and surgeon costume? He gets to wear the scrubs and a mask. She gets to wear tight leather. Uh, I don't think that that gal could wear that outfit in the operating room. No, no, no. The sexy leather bustier and the sexy black leather skirt with the high red leather boots. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be doing much surgical procedures in that. And then welcome the alcoholics to your group. Anybody who dresses up like a bottle of alcohol has a problem. The wine and cheese costume set. He's a bottle of Merlot. She's a wheel of cheese. They, together, have quit drinking an estimated 58 times. And you know what they don't show up to the party with? Wine. I mean, really? You're not even, you're showing up as wine, not with wine. Go as Fauci in America, that way Fauci can fuck the country again. Uh, If you're a couple of lesbians, we just found out that Velma officially came out. And I don't know why in this costume Velma's the skinny one. But Daphne is not fat. Daphne is fat in this costume. Daphne and Velma. Velma. You're new to the lesbian scene. That's what it says about you as a couple. You're new to the whole lesbian thing. This is your first relationship. And we're going to test the water safely with Velma. I would say go as Peppermint Patty with Velma, but okay, you're going to do Daphne. All right. You can be a sexy Dalmatian and a firefighter. That's just stupid. That's literally the stupidest thing I've ever seen. He's got fake turnouts on, suspenders, the fireman's helmet. And she's got this sexy skirt on that looks like it has animal print on it. Dumb. That's a woman who who wants her man to be a fireman so bad, but he doesn't want to be a fireman. By the way, she sleeps with firemen on the side. This guy's an idiot. Daphne isn't lesbian. She's bi-curious. Daphne's also a fire crotch. Yes, she is. Uh, really display your lack of self-esteem and go as a dog in a hydrant. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, this one is so bad. There are so many levels to this next costume that are so awful. And they have it all wrong in the picture. This is this is definitely a gay couple only. Two gay couples. They have to do this. You dress as an Oreo cookie. 
one of you has the word Oreo on the front of your your chest. The other one has the the white icing. One of you is a top. The other is a bottom. Get it? The, oh, oh, I, I nailed this one. This one, this this is the easiest costume so far right here. This also is a new relationship in the gay community, and you're letting people know who the top is and who the bottom is. That's the best one I've ever nailed right there. Right there. You're, you're telling the world, I'm a bottom. Boy, this one, okay, as I keep naming these people, these are the laziest people that you know. You've invited a couple to come to your party, and they are lazy. They have Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head t-shirts on, and they're going as Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Wow. Way to go. Good job. Bacon and eggs, Mickey and Minnie. Oh, no. Oh, see, and these two have the, the, the last costume here. The last costume. This is, see, this is putting the woman in charge too much. You're going as chips and salsa. You're going as chips and salsa. One of you has a, uh, a tostada chip uh, on you, and the other one has uh, a, a top that says salsa. The woman has to be salsa. The chip goes into the dip. Hello? Men go into women. The guy can't be the salsa unless, unless it's a couple that's into pegging. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I thought. That's the pegging couple right there. These these are your swingers in the neighborhood. When they come over to the party, the party really starts. Can they also go as bean dip? I would imagine, probably. If you're a lady dating bandit, it goes Jenny and Forrest. How about a burrito and a topping? Pegging or queers? That's trans chip and chips and dip, aren't he? <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Let's move on, shall we? We have lots of other stories to get to. Uh, it is that holiday time of the year, though, the Halloween time of the year, even though we have a Christmas tree up. Be breakfast tacos. I can, I could go as, as Dr. Jill. Now, this is really funny, and it's really, really sad at the same time. It's happened in Washington State. Shocking. Um, City Hall, uh, it, it erected like kind of a, a scarecrow in their front yard. For Halloween season. But instead of putting up a scarecrow, they put up a Karen. 
they put up a Karen, and it has, you know, a mask, a hat, and the T-shirt says, can I speak to the manager? And, I mean, it, it looks fantastic. It's great. Uh, but, sadly, they've had to take it down due to lifetime Prosa residents Marcelia Sanchez, who claimed that the dummy was erected to ridicule her over her group's opposition to an upcoming $16.8 million bond package to replace City Hall and the police station. The, the, the care crow, as they're calling it, they said was a targeted pu- public harassment of a citizen. Now, I don't know if that's true, but of course, some fucking Karen has to come out and complain about it, and they took it down. <laughs> I hate our world. That's so stupid. By the way, if that is supposed to be you, you should be proud of that. I hate people so much. Why is Madonna so weird now? Like, is she taking Kanye pills? She she released something on Instagram that says, I have a confession to make. I was never circumcised. But, but you're a chick, dude. And these new bleached-out eyebrows of hers have got to go. And her trying to look sexy has got to go. She ain't she a grandma by now? I mean, come on, Madonna. You it, can can we all just tell the truth real quick? The only reason why anybody ever spilt knuckle children out to Madonna was because she we thought she was a whore. I mean, Madonna's never really been hot. Uh, it sounds pretty accurate, then this bitch is like the people who take your post too seriously and think it's way about them. Fuck you, bitch. Stop being a Karen. Amen to that. Oh, I'm sorry. We have three trees up. That's right. Just tell everybody that the Karen is gay. They'll have to leave it there. Yes, uh, this Carecrow, it identifies as gay. Ever since those monkeypox got Madonna, she is just so weird. And she wore a pointy, yeah, that pointy bra thing. She she had hairy underarms for a while. And now she dresses. I, I, hey, Madonna, aren't aren't you like seventy? You you need you need to dress your damn age. You, you you don't need to go out wearing all the lace and the the bustiers and all. You, you just don't, honey. You're fine. You're Madonna. People think you're a fucking whack job anyway, and you are. 
And you're not sexy. You just aren't. Sorry, hun. Now, here's a name that's going to come at you, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, Kevin Spacey. I've heard a lot about Kevin Spacey lately. We know that Kevin Spacey was part of the whole Me Too movement, but on the gay end of it. And we all kind of knew that Kevin Spacey was maybe a little bit on the fruity side. We never thought that he would be like the aggressor or anything like that. Because you look at him, it's Kevin Spacey. Like, Kevin Spacey's not a tough guy. Like, like if I saw Kevin Spacey walking down a dark alley, I'm not going to be intimidated. I'm just telling you, I'd be like, oh, holy shit, it's Kevin Spacey. Because give me all your money, I'm going to be like, you're Kevin Spacey. Well, he was cleared by a jury in a civil sex abuse case. I don't know, how many, how many more cases does Kevin Spacey have to win before we accept him back? Jurors deliberated for a little over an hour before siding with uh, Spacey over Anthony Rapp, finding that Mr. Rapp had failed to prove Spacey made unwanted sexual advances and inappropriately touched him 36 years ago. Rapp, who sued Spacey for $40 million, will be awarded no money in damages because of the panel's decision. There you go. Good. Now, look, I don't know if anything happened between Kevin Spacey and this actor. But Kevin Spacey seems to be. I'm not. No, I don't want to use this, but Kevin Spacey has gotten off. Stop it. Stop it. That is not funny. That is that's low hanging fruit, man. Come on. I'm better than that. Uh, Madonna did fuck Rodman, and I think that's what messed her up. She got the worm, and the worm fucked her over. I'm looking at the... The the last two stories is like, we got four stories left in this segment. I don't know which one to put last, because they are both magical. I, I know which I, I know which one I'll go with. Uh, first, though, we have to go to the uh, Ohio. Oh, come on, Bubba, snore again. No, oh, I had a big snore out of Bubba. I heard. I wanted to get it on. <sighs> Cleveland municipal judge. How can you have a judge in your city named? Pinky Susan Carr. Judge Pinky. Now, now, come on. He's breathing again. Oh, I wish the mic was closer. God, he's a moose. Um... Pinky Susan Carr was suspended indefinitely by the Ohio Supreme Court. Shocking. She was found to have abused her public position in a number of ways, including wearing spandex to court and acting in the manner of a game show host. 
She jailed defendants for not turning up despite COVID closing the court and handed out a birthday pardon. Oh, it's your birthday? Well, your pardon. Oh, we have video of her? Oh, this ought to be grand. This ought to be When Sam Brownback was governor, it didn't go well. This is Ohio. Brownback wasn't alone at the week. I don't care about him. Backer. And here we go. Next, we head to Cleveland's municipal court, where Judge Pinky Carr is presiding. It's March 17, 2020. The country's in the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic. The person is not here, as I've noted all week. Corona, day three. Because of health risks, Cleveland's administrative court has issued an order that all hearings for defendants who are not in jail have been postponed. So why is Judge Carr's courtroom still open for all business? Because she's an idiot. Number 31, bond is set at 2,500. It's a question on the mind of assistant public defender Mark Jablonski. Is the court having a docket tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Nothing stopped for me. My cases go on. Does that apply to jails only? No. Anyone that shows up. Not everybody watches the news. I actually had people yesterday. I had people today. What an idiot. You're going to do that to people. Wow. The judge's statement contradicts the administrative order regarding COVID-19. And Jablonski wants an explanation. If we are able to get a hold of any of our clients who are scheduled for tomorrow who are not in jail, can you tell them that No, no. Mm-mm. So, so the court's administrative order regarding previews? I'm here. I'm here. If people show up, I'm here. So no, don't call people and tell them not to show up. If they show up, I'm here. Hey, this God, judge God bless her. allowing people to show up. She's punishing those who don't. In the preceding days, she'd issued several arrest warrants, which in court <laughs> terminology is known as a capius. Capius, final set of 5,000. Officer present, no defendant. Capius will be issued. Continuing his exchange regarding the order, Jablonski asked the judge about her position one last time. Yeah, don't do that. Hi, for the third time, okay. I will be here. You. If people show up, I wow. am here. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay. Is she crazy? I'm not looping that. Minutes later, after seven OKs, Jablonski exits the courtroom. But Judge Carr, still apparently baffled by the attorney's question about postponing his client's hearings, discusses it with her staff. I'm like, stop it. Not everybody watched the news. I'm going to call him and tell him don't come. I'm sure he is. Look, I would. But soon after, when the local media hears about the arrest warrants, (laughs) the judge denies it. If people came to court and they were willing willing to risk their health, I figured I would return the favor. As far oh, as the favor. warrants for their arrest, absolutely untrue. Not true. But we watched the video it. showing the opposite we, we becomes saw it. public. Just saw it. Capius. Bond is set of 10,000. Capius. Bond is set of 5,000. You know what? I'll just put a straight Capius on it. 
Straight capious. The Ohio Supreme Court orders Judge Carr to temporarily stop presiding on all criminal or Good child. God. These are the people that are in charge of our courtrooms, wearing spandex, acting like a game show host. For the love of God, you're in a fucking courtroom. Look, we all love Judge Judy and Judge Mathis and divorce court and, and consignment court. And then there's hair court, and you got all these fucking court shows on, and they have these loud and obnoxious... When did the judge become so loud and obnoxious? Judge Wapner was never loud or obnoxious. That was my judge. I mean, we're gonna do, we're gonna figure out your dispute right here on the People's Court. And now the People's Court lady, she's a bitch too. Judge Joseph Wapner never had an unfriendly thing to say to people. He and his bailiff Rusty. That was that was a real that that was criminal law at its finest. This is why we vote on judges. Well, judges are elected, aren't they? Look at the idiots they gave her the gal. I know shit. Who said it was a good idea to put Pinky in? If you voted for a judge named Pinky, you are a part of the problem. Oh, wait a second. Hold on now. We have an update on her. The disorders contributed to cause the misconduct i don't think there is a oh my she has she has some some health issues that are causing these issues oh oh the, oh please continue sir find an actual causation of why somebody does something how did how did this contribution cause five people to spend 28 days in jail well um, as the as the expert testified uh, Judge Carr suffered from uh, mistreated or untreated um, sleep apnea, menopause, um, and, and then a generalized. Mood uh, are those disorder. two related? And, and wait a second, is, is menopause related to sleep apnea? Did we just have some breaking news? Here is that her treaters were, were her mis- treaters. essentially mistreating the, the the conditions, causing there to be counteracting. Issues. So when it comes to sleep apnea, she was unable to get the sleep necessary. When it comes to menopause, uh, the menopause, yep. um, she was dealing with issues uh, wherein she wasn't able to uh, function to 100%. And, and, and once those issues were Why identified, I, I think sick. it's important. It's getting to my second point, but, but the board and the panel and the relator in this case have brought up the case of, of disciplinary counsel versus O'Neill. Uh, and we believe that I, I I don't need to hear anymore. Did she go to the same fucking law firm that Amber Heard went to? This guy is a fucking. If you look at this guy, he's arguing in front of the Ohio Supreme Court. Okay, that's the highest court in Ohio. You don't wear a J.C. Penny washable suit to speak to the Supreme Court in Ohio. Pinky will be Biden's next election for the Supreme Court if he gets to nominate one more. 
sleep apnea and menopause, laughing. When you're badly sleep deprived, you essentially drunk. That happens all the time in college. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing. Yes, and and somebody said it. Straight fire said it. She could recruit, uh, recuse recuse herself. And by the way, her courtroom wasn't even supposed to be open. She's putting people in jail when everybody on the news is telling everyone to stay home. Oh, this gal is fantastic. I hope that she does get a Supreme Court nomination. I think that will be magical. Because I think that we need Justice Pinky. (laughs) Hey, everybody, I'm Justice Pinky. Uh, Zach says, I'm kind of a fan of Judge Joe Brown. Oh, I love Joe Brown. Joe Brown's man. I, I like Judge Mathis, too. Oh, I like the court shows, but they, they're they nothing like an actual court proceeding. Think of how many victims died because of her disregard for the dreaded coronavirus. Oh, the thousands. <laughs> Uh Uh-oh, there is a problem at Netflix, and you know who that problem's with? Hear ye, hear ye, the former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank, now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed, for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong, he's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half-assed podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, cold blimey. I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Before we get to the Markles, let me read what Ogre wrote. When the perp walks in and takes their place, Judge Pinky bangs the gavel and says, Okay, now what the fuck do you want? <laughs> It would be awesome to see in the Supreme Court. Megan says the $100 million tell-all docuseries about her and Harry is not the way she would have told it, insisting that she has trusted their story to the left-leaning director of The Handmaid's Tale.
Meghan Markle appears to distance herself and Prince Harry from their new docuseries that's coming out. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is what they should be playing. There they are. Oh, the director of the series is um, Liz Garbus. She's very left-leaning, so okay. But but she was handpicked by Megan to direct the series. The Duchess of Sussex suggested the direction is now in the hands of left-leaning filmmaker Liz Garbus, even if it means it may not be the way we would have told it. It's, quote, this is more Megan. It's nice to be able to trust someone with our story, a seasoned director whose work I've long admired, even if it means it may not be the way we would have told it. But that's not why we're telling it. We're trusting our story to someone else, and that means it will go through their lens. Meaning, oh boy, that is that is her get out of jail free card right there. Uh oh no, no, we never said anything like that. That must have been Liz. Well, I tell you what, this Megan Markle gal is slick. She is slick. First of all, she got two hundred million dollars from Spotify and Netflix. To do absolutely dick. And now she's saying, well, you know, that's not the way we would have told it. We would have been much more sensitive on that. I love it. I love Now I might watch. Uh, Garbus, who was also due to work on the series Pearl before it was scrapped by Netflix, is a documentarian and filmmaker and also helmed the last season of Handmade Tale. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, gosh. I think this is just delicious. The show's makers have been accused of fabricating a hurtful smear against King Chuck by depicting him secretly plotting to oust the queen. Once again, that's Liz. That was not us. Look, Daddy King, Daddy King, that was not us. Or do they have to call him King Daddy? (laughs) Zach says, remember, she was oppressed on deal or no deal. You're right about that. I love it. This is so funny. This This is hysterical. That they're already trying to put fires out from a series that hasn't even been released. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm smelling big problems. Big problems. They roll up to Chuck and say, what's up, man, my motherfucker? Man, not a fan of her, but it's a smart move. Quite the politician move for sure. It it really is. And here's the thing. I can't stand her. It's a politician thing that, by the way, no one will buy. If people blame this Liz person, this Liz Garbus person, for making the royal family look bad, then then we're all buying into the magic pussy. Thank God Arnie isn't king. The bullshit names he'd make me call him. Oh, sire. <clears throat> king Arnie. I like that one. <coughs> Lord. It, well, uh, King's, uh, King's bigger than a lord, though. 
I mean, if you were to call me the Lord, then okay. All right, here we go. Last two stories here. I hope I choose correctly. We found out this first story last week about uh, chess grandmaster Hans Niemann. Uh, the American teenage chess prodigy is now suing Norwegian grandmaster Magnus Carlsen. Oh, in that ever so violent world of chess. By the way, he's Norwegian, which means he's from Norwegia. That's right. That, that, that's where Norwegians are from. God damn it, first fishing, now chess is nothing fucking sacred. Um, he's suing Magnus Carlsen because um, he claims Carlsen has uh, gotten him blackballed for saying that he, he beat Carlsen by using anal beads to cheat. Weeks after the incident, Chess.com, the authority. <laughs> I can't believe there's a Chess.com. Um, released a report claiming that Neiman had likely cheated in hundreds of games. Mr. Neiman is seeking $100 million in compensatory and consequential and punitive damages. He said he cheated by using anal beads. Remember this last week? Kim Kardashian is giving him support. She knows all about being blackballed. Oh, my gosh. I think that's fucking... Carlson created player Magnus, a lucrative global brand that the, has merged with Chess.com in an $83 million deal to monopolize the chess world. Well, God damn it, I will not stand still if they try to monopolize the chess world. Said no one. The loss Rob Carlson of solidifying him as the greatest chess player of all time, which would have made his empire more valuable. Well, I would imagine Bobby Fischer might have something to say about that. Or one of them crazy Russian fellas. Then Carlson falsely and baselessly accused Neiman of cheating after he was unable to accept the reality uh, that he lost. Oh, blimey, he must have used anal beads, vibrating anal beads to communicate with his coach. Now, sadly, I've never been to a lot of chess matches. I play chess. Chess is a fun game. But these people played at a whole different level. I mean, these people, these people can beat you in like two moves. But I, I really don't think that, that his coach is, you know, buzzing his, his right cheek or his left cheek. I hear chess.com gets better traffic than dog and joe in the morning.com. They don't have their own website, do they? I can't see the two of those putting together enough resources. Wait, wait, wait. It, let's see. 
dog and Joe in the morning. Please let this. Okay, good. That is not a web show. That is not. There's just all that kind of stuff. There we go. Let's click on that button. Where does that button take me? Oh, it takes me to them. All right, I don't really want to see that. Anal beads. He used vibrating anal beads to beat me. I swear to God he did. At least Checkers is still pure, but not that evil version from China. <laughs> oh, I've never understood Chinese Checkers. I'll tell you that right here, right now. Uh, all right, last story. Now, if you don't know who John Waters is, you're lucky. John Waters is a very eccentric uh, Hollywood director. Very, very uh, weird, strange. He's the kind of guy that keeps mannequins in his house. That's what I see about him. John Waters, who's 76 years old, uh, recently was interviewed. And he said that he once bumped into the legendary actress... Angela Lansbury. At a sex club that catered to gay and straight perverts alike in the 80s. Holy shit! The filmmaker previously noted that the star was at the club only to hang out and not partake in any of the action. Lansbury died last week. She was best known for playing Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote. The Murder, She Wrote lady is at a weird sex club in New York. Angela Lansbury getting her freaky deaky on. I've dug a little deeper into this story, and I found out that she was the squirting champion of that club. Family game night this week is Chinese checkers. I'm finally going to beat Arnie. Well, you got to teach me how to play. No, he wasn't talking about. He was. He wasn't talking about Club uh, Studio Fifty Four. He was talking about a club called Hellfire. Oh my God! I just can't imagine that. It was in the meatpacking district. Perfect place for it. Boy, you know Angela Lansbury's going to be down there, and she's going to be rocking some cock. Can you imagine anybody like like it? I mean, Angela Lansbury was in the movies and TV for a long, long time. Do you think this, was this ever a way a sentence started out? So I was rubbing one out to Angela Lansbury last night. I, I see. I it, those words just don't seem to go together. Man, that Angela Lansbury is a piece of ass. Oh, she's going to those sex clubs. You know, Angela Lansbury was a three input girl. The shocker was standard.
I don't know if this is only funny to me because of the old bit that we used to do with Angela Lansbury and Nipsey Russell, but it's all coming true. It's all coming true now that Nipsey Russell probably did at one time have sex with Angela Lansbury. Fuck, I saw that coming a, a hundred years ago. My God in heaven, it was true. Seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Happy Friday, everybody! I found a love for me. Darling, just dive right in. Follow my lead. I found a girl, beautiful and sweet. I never knew you were the someone waiting for me. Cause we were just kids when we fell in love, not knowing what it was. I will not give you up this time Darling, just kiss me slow Your heart is all I own And in your eyes you're holding mine Baby, I'm dancing in the dark With you between my arms When you said you looked a mess I whispered underneath my breath But you heard it Darling, you look perfect tonight Well, I found a woman Stronger than anyone I know She shares my dreams
375-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Yeah, look, today's music, I, 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 I wanted to make a playlist for Braddy Kid. I knew she was going to be at work, about to be getting off, so played the songs that she liked today. And look, I, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I know she's about to release something. I keep seeing all these things showing her around and... Okay, and then I'm having to gear up for a concert in 2023. Oh, for the love of God. So that, that was just, I'm just trying to be a nice guy. That's all. That's all. I'm just trying to be a nice guy. Uh, back to the show we go. But first, uh, I need to respond to something Christopher wrote here. <clears throat> Sorry for the late response. It's been a busy morning. I have to respectfully disagree with uh, your previous statement. As someone that works with school kids, ensuring the safety of the children is our job. When the drugged-out man jumped on my bus to attack a child, I did my fucking job. The kindergarten teacher whose body was found riddled with bullets because she used her own body as a shield for her kids, she did her fucking job. We have seen several times when people whose job it is to actually protect kids fail miserably. Police, lawmakers alike. I would happily give my life to protect these kids. I don't see a problem with good, sane, sober, moral, prudent people that are willing to accept the responsibility to do whatever may be necessary to prevent the next tragedy, even if I'm a nobody bus driver. Well, stop that. You are somebody. You're a great bus driver. You should have been bus driver of the year last year for what you did. You're not a nobody. The job of a teacher is to teach the students. Okay? You have a job to get the students to school safely, okay? You have an inherent amount of danger that's built into your job already, Christopher. It says, I drive a bus, which means I'm on the road with other morons, and the worst could happen here. And you accept that risk, and you get those kids to school safely each and every day. A teacher's job, this is a new risk for teachers now. You have to remember this. Adam J., good morning to you, my friend. Um, teachers, their first job is to teach and educate the children. When we start giving new responsibilities to these teachers, that is where you're going to see less of the people that you're talking about, less of the good sane, sober, moral, prudent people that are willing to accept the responsibility. There's a lot of people that wouldn't be willing to respect. If you were to go to a job interview for a teaching job at an elementary school and they were to ask you the question, not you, Christopher, I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about, let's say, somebody else, are you willing to die for these students? Is that a new requirement of these teachers? Are you willing to die for these students? This is why I don't think guns should be in the hands of teachers. Because I personally, and and you can disagree with me respectfully, I personally don't believe it's a teacher's job to give their life for the child. I don't think, Christopher, it's your, your, it's not in your job to give your life for your children. Well, the, the children on your bus, not your children. I think the teachers 
is the last line of defense that these kids have because the people that have protected them have completely let them down. I agree with you completely on that. But you're going, if one of the job requirements requires you dying for the children, you're going to see a lot less teachers out there. Not that we have a lot of teachers to begin with or a lot of good teachers to begin with. So then what? How do we take care of the kids that are going to school? How do we get those good teachers back? I'm willing to listen. I'll listen to anything. Uh, let's see. Uh, everybody making fun of the music today. Tay-Tay released her new song, Thursday Night Football. Okay, you're dodging bullets too, Christopher. Last time I checked the college curriculum for credential marksmanship and unarmed combat were part of becoming a teacher. I'm using the kid as my human shield. <laughs> uh, I, I, I understand, and, and Christopher, I understand the passion that you have for getting for your job. I wish more people had the passion for their job that you have for your job. I really do. I wish our president had the passion for his job the way you have passion for your job. I think it's awesome. I, I honestly, Christopher, I think that you should be somebody who, who gets to talk to um, to like trade schools and things like that because you love your job. And I love my I, I've gotten to talk about how much I love my job. You're somebody that shows how much love is that you can have for a job. Now, there are a lot of teachers that are that way too, but then you throw in there, are you willing to die for your students? That's going to change their mind. Uh, I respect your answer. Your consisting logic is sound. Thank you for giving me a chance to voice my decision. It, it, Christopher, that's what we're about here, man. I... I I love you to death, Christopher. I think that you're the greatest bus driver I've ever heard of. But is it your job to necessarily die for the children? I don't think so. But but if you want to guard your you want to guard those, that's up to you. I'm a CCW always, and if I was in a school and a shooter came, I would sacrifice my life to save the kids. And thank you for what you do, Christopher. Okay, fair enough. Hey, look. Parents expect their kids to be safe and taken care of by schools and teachers, so I see Christopher's point. The campus should have security and or police so it doesn't happen. It should. Because, see, look, look we, we, can, we can take this out, and, and I don't want to walk it all the way out, but we'll walk it a little bit way out. So your kid misses a bus at school. Is it the teacher's job to get the kid home? Just wondering. If the kid, who was, I don't know, they, they had to go to detention or something, they missed the last bus, they got to walk home now. Is it the teacher's job to drive them home? And I'm sure there are some people out there saying, oh, yes, absolutely, it's the, the teacher's job. No, it's not. What happens if that teacher gets in an accident? 
kid's foot is cut off. Teacher's at fault. Here's the part that I don't like. This is the part that I truly, truly don't like, and, and I've walked this out, and I don't like walking it out this far, but I will walk it out this far. Let's say that you're a teacher in a classroom or a bus driver, what have you, and one of the kids somehow takes your gun and shoots another kid with it. You realize that you're responsible for that kid's death, right? Well, it's your gun. Kid found it. Kids were going to be a kid and play with guns. They're going to shoot another kid. That death is on you. Because if you wouldn't have brought said gun to school, kid wouldn't have found said gun and shot the other kid with it. That death is on you. Are you willing to... Look, look. All I'm asking is if you're willing to go that far. I don't think there are a lot of people that are going to be willing to go that far for a teacher's salary. And this is why, and I think we need more teachers out there. We need better teachers out there. And we need to stop doing things that, that, that creates a, 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 I can't even think of the word right now, uh, that, that promotes hiring more c- capable people than just people willing to go do the job. Oh, yeah, I got a gun. I'll use it in school. Uvalde cops took an oath to protect, and look how that turned out. You think some scrawny teacher is going to turn into She-Ra? I got in trouble with my daughter's middle school because she was asked if she'd go to McDonald's after school with her friends, and I said yes. Someone from school saw her there and called and said she needed to go home first because until she goes home, she's under their protection. Seriously went off on them, and I said, I'm her mom. I told her she could go get the fuck out of here. That is their, look, look, I'll never forget. We did a story on the morning show a long time ago uh, about a kid who was kicked out of school because the the school had a zero policy, a zero tolerance policy when it came to guns. That's a true story. You can look this one up. These two kids were playing outside their house before the bus came. And they were playing with these toy guns that were called the zombie killers. And they were bright orange guns. Orange and green guns. And a neighbor complained to the police because they were making a lot of noise. These kids are out here playing with these toy guns. Even said toy guns in the 911 call. Lo and behold, the police show up. They tell the kids to put the guns down go to the bus stop. Well, kids are on their way to school, and they're met at the front door of the school by the principal. Now, mind you, they were playing with the guns in one of their front yards. The principal said, "Uh, you two, you need to stop here. You two are playing with guns this morning. This school has a zero-tolerance policy. You're both suspended, expelled. This is a real story, people. I'm not making this up. Both kids were expelled. And I think this was a junior high. They were expelled, and this goes on their permanent record. And the reason being is that the kids walked out of their front door. And the school district said as soon as a kid walks out of the front door to head to the bus stop, they are the school's responsibility, and school rules rule. By the way, those kids, the, the, the expulsion was held up. They had to move. The family had to move 
in order for the kid to go to school. Alicia says, I remember that story. That was such a huge overreach. The, the biggest I've ever seen. But when I hear stories about this where, where they say they, that that's the way it is, until you make it home in that door, you're the school's responsibility. Uh, I don't agree with it. But once again, once again, um, do I want to do that? Uh, I think I'll do this one. Only here. Uh, uh, only in this state could this happen. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Yes. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I'll say. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. What else you got? Make no mistake. Florida is the South's trash can. And? We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Chilling surveillance video captures a well-dressed man. The man has a nice shirt on, tie, slacks, and it seems to be no wrinkled. He's a very well-dressed man, and he's wielding a machete. (laughs) While knocking on the front door of a family's house in Florida. The bald, bespectacled man is seen tapping on the door at 5.30 in the morning, wearing a tie, tucked-in dress shirt, and a machete, because everybody knows if you're going to wear a tie, you're going to have to have a machete. I see some random dude knocking on the door with the back of a machete. Then he just disappears as soon as he came. A woman at the residence added, It's so mysterious that we have no idea whatsoever his intent. Well, I can tell you, this is the intent. Anybody carrying around a machete, their intent was to kill you. I myself was expelled in 1999 for bringing a spring-loaded pellet gun to school. Police arrested my friend because he technically had it on school grounds, but it was expelled because I brought it to school. And the law said it was required expulsion. Once again, see, this is this is the all this part of this whole zero tolerance bullshit. Kids were getting suspended and expelled for bringing fucking aspirin to school. You you can't have a zero tolerancy when it goes, and, and they were being labeled as drug dealers if they had aspirin. It's true, you wear a bow tie for a chainsaw, normal timing. Yes, exactly, exactly. A bolo tie means you're going to be carrying a Gatlin gun, Old West's. I mean, the guy is put together pretty well. I mean, I'm looking at the, the pictures of him. He just walks on up with a machete. Nothing to see here. He was listening to Sharp Dressed Man. I love the fact that the headline is is that uh, Floridians are, 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 are puzzled by this. They're frightened. I'd be frightened as hell, too. 
there's a good-looking, uh, well-dressed guy walking up down the house at me, and he's got a machete? Boy, what has happened to all fucking Harvard? I'm watching a dog give CPR right now. That has got to be the most uncomfortable CPR I've ever seen. Dear God. I'm not kidding. Like, like, like it showed the dog jumping up on the, the, the dummy on the chest, and then it would, like, blow in its mouth. I couldn't imagine fucking all 190 pounds of fucking Bubba coming down on my chest. And then with all the slobber breathing into my mouth. Yuck. He's just role-playing as American Psycho. The the tie uh, the pants uh, the first shot I got where it was black and white, then I got a color photo. He's got like uh, these olive green trousers on, a white shirt, and like a, a I don't want to say purple, but kind of a mauve colored tie. That that outfit goes together great. My gosh, We're teaching dogs to do CPR now. My dog can't even. We have an old-ass dog that can't even shit outside the house, and they're teaching dogs CPR now. <laughs> now, look, not all my stories are fun. I got to tell you this. I got I, I to warn y'all. Not every story I do is kind. Not every story I do will make you laugh. This one will make you laugh eventually when you think about it. Um, Dateline is South Africa, 170 miles northeast of Durban. You're picturing it now? Me too. Perfect. We're there. Famed for its nature trails, Game Farm, Kulini Game Farm. Had a tragic accident happen recently. A mom who's 25 and her 16-month-old daughter were staying at the farm. The farm is home to giraffes, zebras, wildebeests, impalas. And it promises guests a safe environment. Um, animal uh, experts and South African police are looking into exactly what happened when the mother and daughter were attacked by giraffes. The... The giraffes attack the mom and daughter without warning. Giraffes will use their legs and necks with two potentially deadly ossicones on top of their heads, effectively horns, to attack what they can't use their powerful whiplash weapons. After the giraffe was driven off, the critically injured mother and daughter were rushed to the doctor, but nothing could be done. And the daughter died in surgery. Ah! 
Um, the circumstances surrounding the attack are still under investigation. It is understood that the mother and daughter were not tourists to the wildlife reserve, but were a local family staying at the lodge with their father who worked in the area. So I guess uh, a, a mama giraffe was protecting a, a, a calf, and this is what happened. It, it, look, I, I don't want to sound insensitive, but I am. Um, it's really got to be your time to go if giraffe kills you, right? Like, like you've probably you probably haven't noticed all the things that you've dodged. Like, like maybe you're walking down the street and all of a sudden a piano falls right behind you, misses you by a hair. Or you're one of these people that fell off a building and a metal rod went through you, but it's only one one millionth of an inch away from your heart and it would have killed you if it would have moved that much. I mean, you're looking at giraffes, and you're thinking to yourself, giraffe, potentially the biggest pussy in the animal world. I mean, if you think about it, let, 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 I mean, a hippopotamus, they're big, they're ugly, got them big-ass teeth. I mean, a giraffe, all you got to do is somehow get up to the neck and swing one way and break that son bitch. And you're, you're a giraffe. You're a Toys R Us mascot. You can't be deadly. I mean, do you tell people that your wife was attacked by a giraffe? I don't know if I could. I, I, you lose so much street cred. Kind of broke that promise of safety. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that went way out the window. I just gotta say that that would be awful. I I would lie. I I would say wildebeest got me. There's just no way I could say yeah I was attacked by a giraffe. I, I I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. She was no longer a Toys R Us kid. No, she's not. I mean that's just awful. I I hate that the, the you know somebody was trampled, let alone a baby. But my God. Uh, all right, a couple more stories to go before we call it a week. Sadly, another giraffe saw it happen, but said, nope, fuck it. I, if I stick my neck out for nobody, hey, now. <laughs> Gilderland High School. Where where is Gunderland High School? Um, Albany, New York. Students at an overwhelmingly white high school outside of Albany walked out of class to protest racism 
after several classmates painted their faces black following a blackout-themed football game last week. Why? Because the world is full of stupid motherfuckers. Ogre, have a great weekend, my friend. More than 100 students at this high school staged a walkout after accusing students of intentionally donning blackface and making racist statements. Tensions rose after two of the students painted their faces for the football game. With some students attempting to start a Black Lives Matter chant, they were reportedly mocked by the fans in blackface. Good, yeah. Uh, School administrator orders the kids to wipe the paint off their face before doling out any kind of uh, disciplinary measures. The memo noted that students were encouraged to wear black clothes to the game. That's what a blackout is. See, a lot of these teams who usually don't wear black uniforms, they all of a sudden do a blackout, and everybody in the stand is to wear black. Now, the morons that painted their faces. Do I think they were doing it to be racist? I don't know. I, I, I mean, it, it seems like they were mocking the people that wanted to start a BLM chant. This school is missing out, though, as I read on. Only 5% of the suburban schools, 1,500 kids are black. So let's see, that would be 10% would be 150. So only 75 kids at the school are black. Okay. According to the local newspaper, a college-level Black History in America class was canceled this year. After only five students showed up. Oops. The school has scheduled a roundtable discussion with students about racism in the wake of the incidents. Look, you, you, you had two kids that were... Look, look, look. When it comes to face paint, if they were being a part of the, the whole rally and think we used to paint our faces... Well, I, I mean, we would do it red or blue because that was the color of our high school, but we painted our faces. Yes, I was a, I was a face painter. I know that's going to be hard to believe. But I think these kids were just, they were, they were lost in the, the appeal of whatever the spirit week was. I would have probably, I would have probably advised kids not to paint their faces. I, I probably would have advised that. Uh, oh, no. Does that mean the Raiders fans and other NFL teams that paint their faces team colors are racist now? See? It, it, isn't it stupid that we have to get into that and talk about that because of what people think? Just randomly think? So dumb. This has got to be one of the weirdest things. I, uh, a family that was eating dinner. Uh, imagine yourself. Uh, let, let's say uh, we'll pull a Regis film. So uh, my wife, Joy, and I were out last night at Tavern on the Green. 
I ordered a ribeye, and she got a chicken. A chicken. I said, Joy, are you going to eat the whole thing? She said, maybe a boob. And then all of a sudden, I look down, and I notice that my ring camera is going off. And I look, and there are men breaking in my house. That's right. Tamara Shaler was out for dinner with her daughter when she got the notification. Nest notification alerted the incident, and the house was ransacked. Thieves made off with twenty dollars to $30,000 worth of jewelry despite a quick police response. Can you imagine that? You're sitting at dinner, and all of a sudden, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo goes off, and lo and behold, you see dudes in your house. Oh, I'm calling 911. The Ash Show made it to the top of Mount Rose this morning. Good morning, Nevada. Both of the criminals who wore white rifled through their belongings for about 14 minutes. Sheriff's departments responded fast. The men got away. Uh, a lot of the jewelry can't be replaced. I mean, this is a sad story, but these guys' faces are everywhere, so one of them will get caught. Oh, the lady adds, oh, this is sad. Oh, gosh. Um, she added that when she reached her 50th birthday, she was given a black pearl necklace by her father. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, you mean the actual jewelry. Okay, my bad. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Uh, Tamara said that her father had written a beautiful saying about the significance of it and was devastated. She said she was going to have to come to terms with losing it. She found the necklace at 4.30 in the morning. Good, good. So Dad might have got her another pearl necklace. Yep, there you go. I, I, that's crazy, man. I don't. I think I would have probably gotten up right at the, at the table. I know I ain't going to catch him, but I would have drove home. I'd wanted to, I would want to catch him. Man, that'd be awesome. If I got to catch him. <laughs> I walked back into the room with a father giving a daughter a pearl necklace. What a loving daddy. <laughs> oh, and you know she calls him daddy. All right, last story of the day, people. God, I love I love our country. This happened, and this is going to be unprovoked. It's happened in New York City. New York City! Police are looking for a samurai sword-wielding assailant wearing a ninja suit after he attacks someone on the subway. Victim told police that the suspect struck him in the hand with the handle of the sword. This guy's not a real ninja. 
Real ninjas won't use the handle of the sword. Larry Griffin is the uh, victim, a panhandler who triggered a bomb scare on Subway three years ago by planting rice cookers. Uh, the man who was attacked by, uh, let's see, uh, same triggered a bomb scare, blah, blah, blah. The attacker was wearing a ninja suit with a rainbow-colored pattern on the sleeves. The rainbow ninja, really? He had a black baseball hat on with a Marvel, Marvel logo in front and is still on the loose. So this guy put a bunch of rice cookers on on the subway to act like he's going to blow it up because he's a dick. And then he gets attacked by a ninja. I'm not sure if I believe all this. I think somebody might have been having a bad trip. Maybe somebody had a little bit too much sake bomb. And they said, hey, I was attacked by a ninja. Me and all my shitty tattoos I got. There is nothing I love more than seeing people that have just random number of tattoos on them and nothing matches, nothing goes anywhere. Uh, yeah, hey, man, could you put a lima bean on my arm? I think it'll look pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, put it underneath that ram's head I got over there. Yeah, don't put them together whatsoever. I don't want any symmetrical shit happening. I want it to all be random looking. Because that's cool. Random tattoos are cool. I want to look like, well, this is a phrase that you'll never, ever hear again. I want to look like Pete Davidson. Jesus Christ. Was the guy's name Jesse Smollett? (laughs) Uh, Today's lesson is stay off of trains and subways. No shit. I've been binging on this show on Hulu, Escaping Polygamy, and the leader or prophet of the FLDS church is in prison for 20 years, and his daughter was on the show, and she talked about how he molested her, too. That's the first thing mine went into. Yeah, oh, God. that Oh, oh the polygamists are the worst. Now, now you no, you don't count, Braddy, and you know what I mean. You don't look like Pete Davidson, for fuck's sake. You have two tattoos. This guy's got like 17 tattoos on his arm, and none of them are connected. (sighs) All right. That is going to do it for us uh, for today and for the week. Man, oh, man, ass family, what a week it's been. Great shows this week. Uh, We will be back. Oh, wait, hold on here. Who's coming to Billy Bob's? Flatland Cavalry. I don't know them. Uh, Junior Brown, hate Junior Brown. Uh, Ario Speedwagon, no, I ain't going to go see them. So, nope, never mind that. Um, so, yeah, so that's going to do it for us today, kids. We will be back on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. And it's the weekend. It's time to go out and get your front on, go get some partying on, go get your loving on. But if you go out and you get a little too front, you live it up a little too much, get yourself an Uber, get a Lyft, get a taxi, get a ride home, be safe, 
Get back here Monday morning. Until then, have a fantastic weekend. Hook them horns and adios, everybody. Love is unconditional We knew it from the start I see it in your eyes You can feel it from my heart From here on after Let's stay the way we are right now And share all the love and laughter That a lifetime will allow I cross my heart and promise to Give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true In all the world, you'll never find A love as true as mine my life complete And as long as there's a breath in me I'll make yours just as sweet As we look into the future It's as far as we can see So let's make each tomorrow be the best that it can be Cross my heart and promise to Give all I've got to give to make all your dreams come true In all the world, you'll never find A love as true as mine It starts to storm You've got the promise of my love To keep you
Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.